hello and welcome to the Heart, Mind, and Voice Show. Hello, HMB fam. Hello, crew. Hello, hello. Tonight. <laughs> so excited to be on tonight. We got a fun-filled show. We missed you guys last week. We were yeah. not able to come on because I think there were some remnants of some other stuff going on. <laughs> So it prevented us from coming on and showing out and healing some hearts and renewing the mind all through the power of transparency. And tonight we have our favorite special co-host of the century, King uh -huh. John the Realist. How uh -oh. are you tonight? Uh -oh. That's <laughs> all right. So happy for you to be here tonight. We're Thank so happy you. to be here tonight. We have our lovely Miss Sirius K. How are you? Hello, everybody. <laughs> You're looking all so gorgeous. And we have our marvelous Queen A. Hey, <laughs> darling. And Coach Yolanda. Yes, I'm in the building. Co-host birthday tonight, y'all. Yes. yes. I promise happy I'll birthday, go. Coach Yolanda. <laughs> Thank you, Let me Let me sing. Oh, how sweet is that, producer? <laughs> Let me sing, y'all. I'm gonna sing "Happy Birthday." Yes. Okay. I'm come on. Here. I'm gonna have to go on mute. <laughs> I don't have COVID. Let me put that out there. <laughs> that should go a lot because you know I can't see. What, what's the, what's the um the other version? We gotta do the uh Stevie Wonder version. The Stevie Wonder version. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Look, don't you can't leave me hanging, Queen A. I'm It's all right. Yeah, happy birthday. I'm so happy that it's my birthday today. I'm happy to see another year. You know, with so much that's going on, you don't know if you're going to wake up after a nap. So <laughs> we're so grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be here amongst the living and good health and strength. Despite of anything that tries to come against it, I am happy to be here. It is my 47th birthday, although I look 27. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. You know what? We always got to hear something. <laughs> he always got something to say. But anyway, I'm happy to be 47. I look forward to many, many more uh, birthdays, fun field, all devils are cast back to the pits of hell. Now, moving on, let's get on with the show. <laughs> How was everybody's week? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, HMB fam. We got some stories to tell before we get started. Yes, we do. Yes. Oh, Lord. Was, wait a minute. Was it Queen A and Sirius K that had a story to tell? Oh, it was Queen A twice. Was Queen, Queen A. A yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to give the floor to Queen A because this is a true story. Pal, ha no, hashtag true story. Now tell us what happened, Queen A, and we don't want you to miss. We don't want you to sum it up. We want every detail. <laughs> well, for one, happy loves. We all year is love. I just want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. I have my little, um, I tried to make it a, a headpiece, but it didn't work out. <laughs> So wishing everybody lots of love, lots of fabulousness, lots of happiness and joy um, this month and for the whole year. But, you know, I, you know, I had so many embarrassing moments. We got to have a show to talk about this embarrassing moments because I had embarrassing moments from butt pads to like. Story, but I, I would just say that something, something happened in the toilet. I just <laughs> But, but 
this past um so coach Londa always warned me um to put on clothes right people who know me that i like to walk around with no clothes or whatever so my neighbors outside my neighbors next door their side house is no is no lights or anything like that i mean i'm sorry no windows so they can't necessarily see what i'm doing so i happen to walk out in the morning to put trash in the garbage can but I had on just a top and nothing below. So I went outside and I, I closed my patio because I wanted to, um, you know, make sure, you know, no bugs come in or whatever. So I closed my patio, patio and it got stuck and it got jammed. <laughs> so I'm outside 15 minutes trying to get it, you know, unstuck and everything. And I had to go back into work and everything because I work from home. So long story short, I had to walk to the neighbors next door with nothing below or <laughs> okay, y'all. loving it. He like it. That's, she, that's <laughs> what she gets for always bothering me. Good. Yes, yes. So let me tell you, it was so embarrassing. First of all, I I literally felt like I wanted to cry because I'm like, how am I? And I was outside for the longest trying to get the patio door open, and I just couldn't do. I didn't have my phone or anything like that, so I had to walk next door. You know, people seeing me outside and everything, and I just knocked on the door. Can you imagine the look on her face when she saw me? Thank God it was the 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 um, woman and not her husband who answered the door. But she told her husband to stay upstairs, <laughs> and then her son had to come. I, I did call the um the landlords of the house where I live, the property managers or whatever. And, you know, I tried to get someone to come out, but they couldn't come out on time to, you know, let me in. So the guy next door, her son, my neighbor's son, ended up, you know, he was able to get the, the door pried open. But the fact that, you know, we were standing there and he's trying to pry the door open and just watch, like, he's just like, like, okay, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I'm trying not to look. <laughs> So that so that taught me a valuable lesson. Do not go outside with no clothes on. <laughs> God help us all. So now when you say now when you say you didn't have no clothes on, right? I what don't, you had even on, ask, don't even no, ask. No, you had on a t-shirt or nothing under it? What I mean Don't ask, don't ask. That I had I I, I was just it was just tough. Okay. <laughs> so sad, huh? Down the real it's just oh and I have told her time and time again, you never know what may happen. You are a single young lady. Yep. Single lady. I ain't gonna say young lady. But single lady. <laughs> Don't be trying to bust up out of here. Well, you lucky, you lucky it didn't end up on social media because you know everybody got camera phones. You Thank God. And see, and look, and today earlier, I almost went outside to run to my car and I didn't like put on no pants. And I was getting ready to run outside. And I remembered, I'm like, okay, don't do it. I give <laughs> Lord. But thank God, you know, it's like, it's a kind of like more of an older community, like older people around where I like the block where I live. They so, perverse too. Yeah, that is true. they the worst ones. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, Dom the realist. Hello. <laughs> yes, hello. Second story. Second story, y'all. And that's nothing to do with me, but I'm just saying how people are like literally just praying for people's minds, y'all. Um, I was talking to um that I'm the type of person that talk to everybody, and I don't gossip in terms of like telling people business, but I like to hear it. So I was so right next in back of my house, someone's house burned down. So I didn't know the whole story. And I ended up, you know, meeting a few people on the block and everything. And we were talking and come to find out it was a woman. Um, I hate to say because she was one of us. I wish she wasn't. Wait, I wish we could tell the producer to get that weight and take sale picture. <laughs> oh, right? oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you know, predominantly like Caucasian white area, but it was one of us, which I hate to say. And um, so she was living in like a rent-to-own house. And she was upset because I guess like she tried to purchase the house and didn't go through. She felt like she had money invested. And she got upset. She got up in the middle of the night. She packed her stuff, came back, and she lit the house on fire. <laughs> so she going to jail. Yeah. Angela Bassett. <laughs> So she's going to jail. She's going to jail. It was like, what was in your mind? Like, you don't even know what's in people's mind to do something. Like, why would you come? Like, and then it's premeditated. Yeah. You know, they're going to say it's premeditated because she left and came back in the middle of like, yeah. she planned it. You know, she planned for it to happen. Yeah, I that's awesome. In there. 
<laughs> she's going to jail. Yeah. See, she should have did that in New York because nobody in New York go to jail anymore. So she would have got away with it. Okay. Is there, is there like a low, a low key uh, shot? <laughs> yep. That's why I'm getting out. Well, you know, I, we in Georgia, so that's a whole. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She gone. She might get the electric chair. That was her right there. She was raising. She was raising. She like what? Girl. Okay, I can't buy. Ain't nobody gonna buy this. That is not so. Uh, that is not That's exactly what she was saying. She was like, "Oh, ain't nobody moving up in here." That's really. Uh, try this at home. <laughs> That's horrible. That horrible. She's gonna get twenty years to think about what she did. Yeah, I don't believe. But you know what she? Pro- I don't know where she had gone to, but they probably can't find her. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know, but the thing about it, she told them, like, she got upset about it, and she made some, uh, you know, I don't know the whole story, but supposedly for my neighbors, like, her neighbors, yeah, allegedly, um, yeah, allegedly <laughs> is that she said that she was going to do it, so, right. and, and and literally mm-hmm. it happened. Okay. So I'm not tell I'm not trying to tell her to go to Mexico. I'm not trying to tell her to go to Canada. I'm not trying to tell her to go to London. I'm not trying to tell her. I'm not trying to tell her these things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she wanna run. I'm pretty sure she wanna run. She well, should you know, be. She might be bold and don't even care. I was She's just gonna say she might just be walking around like I like, wish that at least at least if she go to jail, she got some place to live now. You know what? You know what? taxes gonna go up now. You gotta feed her. That is, you know, that's horrible. It's sad. I mean, these are two true stories. The first one is funny. You know, hey, Chippy fam, the the moral to her story, uh, Queen A story. Please don't be walking around free because you just never know or go outside talking about you're going to do something and shut the door behind you. You just never know what may jam up that door. So put the clothes on. Do not be that was, I literally want to cry, y'all. Like, I literally want to cry. <laughs> and the moral to the burn up the house, if you're not going to let me buy a story, you know, that we're not trying to tell you to go to Mexico. We're not trying to tell you to run to another country. We're just saying, you know, just be careful. Anyway, let's move on, y'all. <laughs> Notice the disclaimer. I never said don't do it. No. <laughs> don't do it. That's wrong. Um, you know, there's that wasn't meant for her. So that was another blessing somewhere for her. And she just Lisa in the comments, she just laughed. <laughs> oh, Lisa, like I just laughing. She like, look, this was my blessing. It ain't gonna be nobody else's blessing. <laughs> right. So uh, but you know, you just have to maintain self-control. Mexico. Okay, so y'all, this is this is black. This is like this month right here is the the business. February is always the best month in the year. Not just because it's my birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the best month in the year, also because it represents our culture all over the universe. All of the things that we have done, all of the things we've created, all of the things we've ignited, infused, discovered, you know, uh, freed, <laughs> everything. So we are going to take a moment and we are going to shine light on some Black history excellence, y'all. Now, this is way back. I'm talking way back. And each um, Saturday, I think we have like, what, two more little? <laughs> We have like two more, but we definitely want to give shout out to our um, black history leaders, our black history trendsetters, our black history, the ones that have opened the doors for us today, our ancestors and those who who discovered, um, who put the work in, who put the work in. And now, you know, even the Bible talks about how the generations will get wiser yet weaker and we know what it meant. Shalanda did not say this. This is from from the book. So get mad at the book. Not the philosophy. But the generation, and they are, I mean, there are 
uh, people, kids are becoming doctors now at such young ages and they're going to colleges, you know, and just amazing um, ages. And so it's, it's, it's so, it's so, uh, to me, it's so invigorating when I see, when I study black history, when I, when we come up, when people tell me about things that I did not know and I mean, black history is still, it's being discovered every single day. So not just way back, but even us today are making black history. When we're black history, we're becoming the first uh, well-known this, well-known that, the first person to discover this, the first black man to go up into, you know, space or to do this or to own this or to become this particular billionaire because yeah we had some first time billionaires but these people are making some serious <laughs> yeah. history so the opportunity is there to make everything that involves creation uh is already within us it's just us that needs to take out the time we do we need to take out the time to discover to become aware of what is that magic well, i don't want to say magic <laughs> what is that um creation or what is that that idea whatever it is that god has put us what is it that god has put us put in us to change yes change in this world because that's what history is it's a change game uh gamer it ignites change when we understand our history where we come no we don't stay there <laughs> The history is for us to become aware of this is what it how it was. Mm -hmm. Now this is how it shall be and how it can be. So I just want to give all praises and, and honor to the most high God. <laughs> we praise the Lord on this show. <laughs> God mm -hmm. for just blessing us with purpose and vision because these are vision makers and vision makers are still being created today. Isn't that right down the real? Is why you look at serious like I'm just listening to you. You sound real good over there. You know, um, I want to say really quick, um, Jay-Z, he said something recently, and I love what he said. And he said, they talked about his status and being a billionaire. And he said, what I would love more is not that is one black billionaire, but it's thousands of um black millionaires. So wow. yeah, it was very powerful that he made that mm -hmm. statement. And so yeah. um when you think about Black History Month, it's like so many of us, um, so many, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had the text from somebody talking about the show. <laughs> they laughed at what happened. Um, <laughs> she was on a show previous, right? Yes, hi. Uh -huh. <laughs> welcome, welcome back. I mean, we all miss you and Lisa, we all miss you. But um, so I love that statement because it just goes to show how many of us, you know, Blacks, um, you know, is that we really need to come up and, you know, and look to seek how can we become, you know, invent and create and become, you know, billionaires, millionaires. Um, so it just kind of, like you said, Coach Lana, starts with a vision and working your way, knowing your purpose, knowing your vision and working yeah. towards it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I was talking to y'all, because y'all know I get so caught up in talking. Did I say change game or a game change? We know what you mean. Game. Y'all okay. can stop me and say, yeah, girl, game changer. Did I say change gamer? What did I say? Seriously? We know what you meant. We knew. Okay. <laughs> you were good. You, it was good. It's good. <laughs> you caught that like Look, it's we live. Anything can happen on the show. Y'all <laughs> Out. <laughs> okay, let's recognize Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler. Is there a picture up? Uh, produce, did we put a picture? Up? Did it? What did I talk about? Yeah, we put it up. Okay, <laughs> oh, now, it's Dr. all good. Girl, it's your birthday. You need excuses. She over there sipping something. That's what's going on. <laughs> She's sipping something. Let me put the picture back up. <laughs> Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler. Dr. Crumpler was the first African-American woman to earn a medical degree in 1864. She devoted her life to improving health in the Black community through research and working in clinics. When the Civil War ended, 
Civil War, y'all. She dedicated her career to helping newly freed Blacks in the South by providing them medical care. And can you imagine, just think, that's a legacy. She left a legacy. So it would be, it's so amazing when you do meet people that, and I'm sure we are all relatives. We just don't know. We, you know, we got to study that. What is it called? The ancestry tree? Yeah. You got to study and see because a lot of us are attached to some legacy makers, some legacy builders, some legends, some, some people that have created some things that have made a change, you know, in this world. And just think about her generations after generations after generations, because a lot of times that's inspiration for others. And I don't want to bring up her name. I'm not going to give her the, 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 but just know that I know of one person in particular that um, when she realized that I think it was her grandfather that was a civil rights, civil rights leader. She's like known or whatever, but <laughs> she is known. But it inspired her to want to, you know, also uh, fight. Um, I believe when George Floyd, when he got, you know, murdered by the cop. Remember, um, she was marching. Remember, they was doing all the protesting and marching, and and she, you know, said she was doing it because she was inspired by her grandfather, who was. A civil rights, you know, civil rights leader, and so mm -hmm. that inspired her to want to do, you know, to want to protest and want to march and want to fight for what was right, you know, for us as African Americans. So, uh, and what was right just in general for society. So, um, a lot of times that do that spirit leads on to generations after generations after generations. Just like that young lady that's a huge um, activist. What is her name? Tamika Mallory, I believe that's her name. Beautiful yeah, young to make them out. Yes, honey. Mm. <laughs> it's so many, you know, young and you know, of age, you know, older, um, that are truly still standing. And you know, and you have to be bold, and you gotta have a love mm -hmm. for your people to really be out there fighting because they take a lot. They take a lot behind the scenes that we know not of, and some things that we just we're not. We don't even want to put up with it in our own home. Forget about somebody else. Mm -hmm. at other people homes you know what i'm saying so shout out to dr rebecca lee crumpler and all of her generations thereafter um we are truly appreciative and thankful because there are so many black doctors that have come after her and they're they are doing absolutely fabulous i have a black uh medical doctor right now today and i love her she gets on my nerves sometimes but i love her <laughs> so shout out to dr williams in urban texas that's right hello <laughs> she's doing it y'all she's doing it but anyway let's move on y'all let's get into the show tonight are y'all ready to get some chips we ready we ready already let's start i'm talking about wendy williams y'all this uh, this bank lawsuit first of all i ain't gonna talk about wells Fargo. oh we're gonna talk about it <laughs> that's new I'm gonna tell all y'all out there, HB fam. Wells Fargo. Now, shady stuff. I have researched, I have researched, and I have researched. I'm if somebody finds some research out in the comments, if y'all find some research where it is legal for banks to seize your bank account. If you are mentally ill, as they are trying to say, Wendy Williams is <laughs> for that is the like she's not mentally stable and capable of handling her money. I want to see where they have the legal right to freeze your money until they <laughs> release it. Until they want to release it, I want somebody to. I haven't found it yet. Now I found reasons that they have the right they can seize it, but mental illness is not one of them. Right, it's not one of them. You know what? You know what, Shalanda? What they doing? Mm -hmm. The lady that said that she's not stable used to work for Wendy Williams. Yeah, yeah. her name is Laurie something other, Charlotte mm -hmm. Chilla, whatever her name is. Uh -huh. With that type of name, you know she's Caucasian. Okay, so now they're gonna take her word. Oh, allegedly, oh. allegedly, they're gonna take her. They're yeah. gonna take her word over Wendy Williams, all because yeah. she had different mishaps. Because Wendy Williams fired her because she was doing some of Wendy Williams' money she shouldn't have. Now, what what that bank you just mentioned, I know I'm supposed to call a name, the piggy bank. If <laughs> what they should have done was bank. look for guardianship, which is Wendy Williams' parents, and maybe her son is he if he's of age. 
Right. Or her attorney. What they're doing is definitely illegal. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to establish guardianship. And exactly. How can they how can they do that? But exactly. the thing is though, if they froze her account, right? Okay, you say that she is not stable. She's telling these cool. idiots that she needs to make payroll. So the right. people that work for her need to get their money. Right. See, but when I read the story, what they said was that um they have to, they said they they wanted to see what was no, like her normal payroll, her normal, but I guess she was asking for something more. But they said they okay with paying out payroll, water bill, whatever, but supposedly it was something more, and she wanted her son to be able to access it. So um well, oh, I, I and, then they, and then they said, they, then they told her that if she, if she had a notarized power of attorney letter, a power of attorney, mm -hmm. that they would overturn her funds. Well, she did all that, but they mm -hmm. said that there was no person established on the form. Like there was nobody's name on the form or they couldn't establish power of attorney uh, based on the form that she sent in. So they mm -hmm. really trying to fight this lady tooth and nail yes. over her own money. Yeah. Yes. Wait, y'all. This reminds me. I saw a video, and I don't know if y'all saw it on social media. There was this black girl, and I think I I don't know what bank it was at, but anyway, she paid. She uh made a deposit, right? And you know, if your account is negative, that money is gonna go towards your negative balance. Oh, I, I seen that one. They took she, her money. She jumped over. She climbed over the thing. Yeah, she go to jail too. She go to jail too. And opened the thing, register, Mexico. and got the money. Like, give me my effing money. And walked out. And walked out. Wow. wow. So Don't give me the money, y'all. Well, listen, one of her let me, cousins. <laughs> let me tell you, these banks are crazy because one of the banks that I deal with, um, if you don't do any physical transactions in the bank in a three month period, they close your account. They they lock oh, it, thinking oh, that you're yeah. dead. My yeah. credit union do I have that. no so problem. If, when I do stuff, you know, electronically and online, that don't count. I got to physically walk in there and make a transaction within a three month period, wow. so they can know I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's one of my banks. Yeah, they 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 idiots. All of them. I have no problem. Well, you know, I've, I've dealt with Wells Fargo before, and and I Wells Fargo first of all, they had a lot of issues um, in the past. They've been sued several times. Had yeah, to quit mortgage and <laughs> don't talk. And they have a lot of stuff going on. I have heard stories from other people concerning Wells Fargo, but what I would say um, is that in my experience, just my personal experience when when I dealt with them before, was that if you have to know how to really balance your accounts, like be on top of your game when it comes to balancing your accounts because you 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 can have a bunch of stuff come out of your account and they would not they would not put like the, the check and everything came out but that the money still looked like it's there so two weeks later you're thinking that the money is there and it's not there so you could have spent it somehow and next mm -hmm. thing you know you have a total negative balance and then they charge you overdraft fees mm -hmm. so um so you really got to be very mindful of making sure that you you balance it very very good Budgeting very well because they don't account for certain things. So they don't. And they actually had, you know what? They had a, a notification I heard recently too. Um, someone was telling me about it that um, they were talking about people complaining about an incident like that was happening, and um, they said that it was some issue with the system and they working it out. But that's just Wells Fargo, y'all. <laughs> they to me they shady. They do shady stuff. Look, y'all. JP Morgan Chase. That's all I can say. Oh, I love Chase. <laughs> Excellent bank. Been with them for years. Never had a problem. They may have had problems with me, but never had a problem with them. Never had a problem with them. Ever, ever had a problem with them. I told you I had a problem with one big bank. I'm talking of America. <laughs> big bank. <laughs> and... It was an era. It was eight hundred and some thousand dollars deposit. Hashtag true story deposited in my account. Eight hundred and something thousand dollars deposited into my account. They um. You shopping spree. <laughs> I told them. I remember. I was in the process. I was in the middle of moving, and um, I had I think I had got paid that weekend or that Friday or something, and I couldn't. You know, the money was there, and it was. It was there, and they were telling me that I made a deposit. 
you think I'll be in here going back and forth <laughs> if I made a deposit of 800 You think I'll go back and forth with you telling you, oh, there's an error. I don't have that much money <laughs> in the bank. Uh, no. Probably that $8.82, but that's <laughs> <laughs> But no, the eight it was eight hundred and some thousand dollars. So I'm like, now go them little three on the end. <laughs> 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 dot dot dot. So, so I said no, um, you know. And so we went back and forth for a while that day, and then they shut my account down for two weeks because they had to figure out who that money belonged to. I would have took it. They up. wouldn't own up to it. I would have took every dime. I always felt like it was an inside job. And I was just- It's not, you didn't do it. If they yeah. saying that well, they didn't, didn't make a mistake. Myself. Right, because they were so adamant about saying I made the deposit. Good, thank you, you, you my money. I've been here arguing with you guys if I made the deposit. Like, cool. it doesn't I'll even make it. sense. They don't even crazy. Forget about it. They, they don't even sound crazy. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm like, um, you know, uh, some banks are, I mean, you know, of course, a lot of people are like that's a major bank. Well, of course, a lot of you know it's like three major banks. I don't know how Wells Fargo will become one. Then you know you have the Chase and then the other one. Y'all know who they are. But uh, <laughs> but um, the Wells Fargo issue. Yeah, um, somebody. I I wish someone could find research that banks have the legal right to seize your account if there's a mental. But you know, supposedly she had signed something from the beginning. Yeah. Um, with them, so allegedly that's what they were saying that. That she had signed something from the beginning. Yeah. And um, the one and the, yeah, the advisor that's over her yeah. account is, is used to work for her, right? The the white lady, as you said, down Right. <laughs> so yeah, so she understands now, but I, she does have a lawsuit. I don't know how much it is, but that would be a suit to where you will fill it, to where I probably will own some own half of it. Okay. Once we're done. <laughs> You know, it's supposed to show that how, you, you know, like sometimes how we overlook stuff that, you know, when it comes to like your money, um, and especially you have large sums of money, your celebrity or whatever, you know, it's like always make it going back and checking your accounts. Like, because my experience, like say with Wells Fargo in the past, whatever, like I'm always like every month I'm checking my accounts. I'm noted, like, I'm like, wait, I notice every little thing I'm good with balancing and yeah. checking like, because I now, cause I, I, you know, it's like stuff come out your account and you don't even know. Or if you sign some type of waiver or whatever in the beginning, always go back to make sure that's still in standing. Even when it comes right. to life insurance, okay. you know, when it comes to beneficiaries and all of that, always go back to make sure, do I still want to keep this person on my, you know, as my mm -hmm. beneficiary or whatever? So you always got to make sure mm -hmm. you're going back and checking stuff over and making sure that, you know, it's up always. to date. Yeah. And, and you have mentioned about beneficiary, and it's funny we're talking about this right now. Today, um, earlier, me and my wife went to the bank because I found out that even though she's, you know, I got my will set up. My will is already done. Y'all y'all three speaking at my service, too, I forgot to tell you. But, um, <laughs> uh, even if I passed away, she cannot take my money, even if it's even if she, even, even if it's on the will, I would have to make her the beneficiary of my private account. Yeah. So we went to the bank. I didn't know that until a couple of weeks ago. A friend of mine passed away, a pastor that I know, and his wife told me that she called me and told me she can't touch his money because she's not a beneficiary. So she had to get a lawyer and everything. Wow. So I went into the bank today and put Darlene down as my beneficiary. If something was to happen, she have access to the money. That's right. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, and that and they say it's in the forms that they give you. It is. I'm looking at this guy. Mm -hmm. It's 42 pages. Who reading this? Yeah, exactly. You tell me what a you tell me what a sign outside, and that's it. Exactly. And see, that's why we always need to go. And then you know how sometimes you have to read. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes but nobody reads that. I didn't read it. <laughs> it's like trust what people say, but it, it does pay to take time to you know eventually to take time to read it, and you know to go back to make sure. Like to me, to me, every year reviewing stuff every month when it comes yeah. to banking and everything. But every year when it comes to like life insurance and investments and you know a state of property, whatever, whatever it's called, property. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, your estate. Yeah, right. But you know, we just um, our heart. 
goes out to Wendy Williams yeah. and you know she's she's a, she's something else too. But uh, you know she Ryan fights, so she's gonna be all right. Yeah, she's gonna be all right. When she finished with them, they're gonna be lucky if they got two customers. <laughs> oh, she gonna light them up. She gonna Ooh. tear them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 found the right yeah. one. Yes, <laughs> and I really feel sorry for her advisor. Who we? Because you yeah. know, Lori. Yeah, yeah. I really feel sorry for her. Yeah. So well, I mean, you know, I don't know. The more to this story is, you know, um, it's amazing because, and I know that when you do, just think about when you do come into when you. When you're moved up to that upper echelon when it comes to money, multi-million, Wendy is a multi-millionaire. You know, she doesn't have nine or eight million dollars. She has millions um, in the bank. And I'm sure after this, she's probably going to really be up there, <laughs> you know, no telling what she's going to do and how she's going to switch this up. But um, I can only imagine because you got to really trust. You got to have some close people around. You know, you got to have some close accountants um advisors planners unless the advisor does it all you know plan as well for you you got to have you know attorneys that you can trust and they're all trying to you know you're paying them all like she has payroll as y'all say she has to pay and i'm sure all of payroll consists of all her, her little entourage that's around her you know mm -hmm. to make sure that she's making the right decisions when it comes to investment and you have to think about that so it's like she trusted uh, Laura. Laura, she trusts her. She Laura, trusted yeah. that lady. You know, she trusts Laura at one point mm -hmm. uh, to handle her financial affairs. And now look at what. Can you imagine? You know what? You literally, you truly trust someone because you have to truly trust someone to have them. So I guess she was what power of attorney over her financial affairs, or. She was, know, she, had, she was she her had financial legal, advisor. She had the legal say, and you know, and her financial. And somebody should have been watching her, and somebody, somebody should have been watching the person that's watching her. Mm -hmm. All of them need to be watched. Get your mama, your kids to handle your affairs. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yes, y'all. Time to That's really bad. Ooh, now here's another story. I'll tell you the truth. I will. I really want to hear what y'all got to say about this one. Kiara Sheard, she talked about when her good friends, was it her best friends or friends or good friends, when her friends come and visit, they get in the hotel, honey. They are not staying at the house and being around her husband. They will be getting a room at the Motel 6. No, I'm just playing. But they, <laughs> they will be staying at the hotel. And I'm sure she's probably going to put them up at the hotel or whatever because they're all good friends. But she said, no, it was her mama that taught her. Her mother told her, no, 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 no. You just can never trust everybody around your mate. There is some truth to that statement. However, we're talking about close, significant friends. We're not just talking about associates, acquaintances. Now, I'm going to get my say, and then I'm going to let y'all fight. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't have a lot of close friends. I don't have a lot of clothes. I know a lot of people. I have know a lot of acquaintance, a lot of associates, know a lot of people, but the, the, the friend title mm -mm, don't have a lot of close friends. So my close friends with all three of them on the show tonight, but, my, <laughs> but I am not going to worry about uh, a serious K or queen a being around my husband. You ain't got to worry about me. You know, I'm not. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, what did you say? I didn't hear you. What did you say, Don? Really? I said, you ain't got to worry about me. So, you know. <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm talking about the same thing. Well, nowadays, you're right on. That's why. You ain't got to worry about me. That's what I But I'm not honest. My right, y'all know I'm a very honest person, very truthful person. I am not, and I got a producer behind the scene. I am not going to worry about any of you being around the man of my my life. I'm not gonna worry. I, I 100%, I promise you, you don't want to deal. You don't want to have to deal with my wrath. You know, you don't want to deal with God. So first, of all, I'm just not gonna worry about it. I trust my friends. I trust that you 
love me enough that you are my true genuine friend you would never cross me like that and i'm being honest that's how i see my close mm -hmm. friends that's just the truth right now, I'm going to be honest. If I know a husband and husband come and visit me. Now, husband might not stay at the house. I'm just right. And <laughs> not that um, because, oh, she may come on. And she very she's a husband. So she very well may come on to him. But I want you in my, I don't want that spirit just lingering in my house. It I goes to show, it goes to show what type of friends she may have. Or even like. You know, like maybe she experienced something in the past, or maybe her husband is a certain way, so she doesn't want you know certain people around that. But um, I listen. I'm gonna tell a quick story. You always want, you know. I always have some. I have some experiences, y'all. So I've learned to put boundaries. But I, you know, it's like I trust certain friends, but also you know I've been betrayed a lot in the past. So I've learned boundaries now, like placing boundaries. But I remember I had a friend years ago, and um, I. Um, I was dating, it wasn't serious, but this guy and I, we just met, we started talking and everything. And I had my friend with me and um, we went back to my apartment and we were, you know, just having a good time, drinking, having fun, whatever, whatever. And I said, I'll be back y'all because we ran out of some stuff. I said, I'll be back. I'm going to, you know, and that, that was stupid for me to leave them in the house. And I said, I'll be back. I came back and I felt the need. I didn't even. I didn't go to the store yet, but I felt the need to come back. Like I just waited a little bit, and then I felt the need to come back. And I was like, "Let me just." I kind of felt something, so I was like, "Let me just go back." Went back in my apartment. Donald, <laughs> this part of the Rockaway. Went back to my apartment, and um, I'm hearing some noise. I'm like, "Wait a minute!" So I opened my bedroom door, and y'all, they were getting it in. Oh my goodness! So. Yes, yeah, so I, it happened to me about two or three times where, and so oh, I, I, you know, so right, I understand when, you know, when you don't want your people around, but you know, like say Serious K, Coach Shalanda, you know, like as women, you know, I trust y'all, of course, because I know, you know, we vibe together. I know what type of women, what woman you are, but I guess at the time I, I should have known this person how she was, but I would not have thought she would have done something like that. So. But yeah. she probably, you know, she was saying she felt like we weren't serious because we just kind of met. But still in all, like, you don't do that. Yeah. And in my bed, too. <laughs> oh, my God. You know yes. what? And that's, the, that's what she... She that's what she spoke about boundaries, you know, and because uh, the I think the lady was asking her about, you know, like, you know, our parents, our mothers have taught us life lessons and gave us good advice and wisdom. And, and she said, um, what about uh, friends, you know, coming to your house or whatever? And she said, you know, yeah, my mom, you know, taught me that too. Don't let your friends come stay with you. She was like, well, you know, you have to have a discernment of what type of friends that you have, that you yeah. will let stay at your house. She said, because, you know, certain energies and certain spirits you don't want in your house. Yeah. So she said, you know, those people, she, you know, yeah, you go stay at a hotel or whatever. And, and, and I get that because you do kind of, you know how to weed out. And those people, those are the people that you just don't call friends anyway. Yeah. And right. now my mama taught me that too. You just don't let anybody in your right. house. That could be man, woman, boy, boy, girl, child, whoever. Certain people, certain energies you don't let in your house. Yes. And uh, I have a story, girl. <laughs> let me tell you. It's not a personal story, but. I remember when I was younger, uh, my kids were small and I had a friend, her kids were small and I rode with her to go pick up her kids from her sister's house. So her sister was married. Okay. So we pull up and her sister's best friend come to the door and she got on a t-shirt with some underwear. She probably was like you was that day. Couldn't uh, queen. <laughs> okay, really <laughs> she came to the door like that. And I was like, girl, wait a minute. Where's your sister? Girl, that's her best friend and she's staying with them. So her best friend is at the door with her t-shirt and panties on. She's living with her best friend and her husband. That's, oh now that's very inappropriate. Oh, that's so inappropriate. So, you know, it's it's like I would, if you, if, like you said, Coach Shalanda, 
if you let me come stay with you and, and you have a husband, I know, okay, I need to put clothes on at all times. Don't walk around the house and such way. You know, I don't care if your husband is there or not. First of all, that's his house. He got to keep, I don't know when he's going to walk in. Exactly. Or you may come in and think that I'm, you know, up to something. Exactly. You know, that can go all kinds of ways. So yeah, I thought that was very inappropriate. And I, and then now that left a bad taste in my mouth. Me being young back then, I was thinking to myself, I'm never going to let my friends come stay with me. So when people give you advice, you need to know exactly where they're coming from as well. Because sometimes right. they come from a place of hurt or experience. Right. And then they'll put that off on you. So you have to realize and figure out where she's coming from with this. Why is she giving me this type of advice? Oh, because she had that experience before. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, I get it. Well, then listen. All three, you said one word. You kept saying yeah. friend. Yeah. Now, how do you how do you define friend? Now, me personally, I, you know, when you're younger, your parents take you down south, you go stay with your family and whatever. Once I was old enough and got a couple of dollars in my pocket, I said I would never stay with no family. And I never do. I don't care if they invite me or whatever. I'm going to the hotel. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just not comfortable being in someone else's space. Right. That's yeah. one. Now. Like um, Kaneen said about the spirits and different things. You don't know who's coming in your house. Yeah. Right. You know, you can't just have anybody around because you don't know what they up to. Right. And like I said, not everybody is your friend. And whoever is your friend is that friend. What I consider a friend is somebody who will lay it on the line for me. Yes. Right. That's a friend. That's yeah. true. You know, like I know a friend of mine from back in the days when I was doing what I was doing. One of it was three of us. One of us, one of them got locked up. And we always said if anybody got locked up, we would take care of the family. Mm -hmm. So we would always send a guy over to make sure that you know his family had what they needed. So we had to tell him to you can't go there by yourself because we don't need nobody thinking that you're going over there to mess with his wife. You take right. somebody mm -hmm. with you at right. all times. That's right. Yep. You don't do that. That's, That's right. right. Mm -hmm. So the more to this story. Know who you're dealing with. <laughs> and listen to Houdini. They're record friends. How many of us have them? <laughs> exactly. Because you do know. you, And we're old enough to know. Now, I can understand. She's kind of young. Isn't she? Or she's like early 30s. Yeah. I think she's but if it's her though. friends anyway, they got money. So they should be at a hotel. <laughs> what they doing later on? Remember Portia, right? Remember what happened? When they, she said that she wasn't real friends with her. But the fact that you invite, see what happened? You invited somebody into your home and into your home, and now they with mm. yes. so, you. Yeah, you gotta be careful who you invite in your home. But you know, to be honest with me, like I'm like the person that I am. Like if I'm going to a friend's house and they marry, I would not even want to stay. Like I, me personally, I would probably go to a hotel. Um, unless like I'm friends with him and you know, kind of you know, right. you know, it's a good connection. Right. Yeah. But other than that, I'm the type of person I am, I would go to a hotel and like you yeah. said, Donald, I want to be in yeah. my own space. I want them to have their own space. I don't want to be next to you know to the bedroom and you know, I'm hearing something that I'm listening, like wait. <laughs> well, you walk well listen, you walk around naked. You can't be up at two in the morning going to get on you. Do that in my own home. But I'm Say, that down the Say it again. Yeah, she up two in the morning, going to get orange juice. You know. Yeah, and I'm sleep, and I'm sleepwalking. Yeah. Well, moving on from that story, y'all. Let's get into some juicy, juicy heart, mind, and 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 voice topics. <laughs> So the first one we're going to start off with is your history versus your destiny. This is a very interesting topic tonight. What was what was is not necessarily what's now or still is. Or is it? <laughs> Think about that. What was is not necessarily what's now or still is. Or is it? Your history versus your destiny. Um you know, we talked about Black history a little bit earlier in the show. I'm looking all down, Waterman's. But <laughs> earlier in the show, and um, our I, I, I would personal, personally say our history has a lot. It definitely has an impact on our destiny. Yes. Do we stay in the past? Absolutely not. <laughs> Excuse me. Absolutely not. 
Yes. Does it affect our our future? Absolutely, it does. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't. The thing about and the glorious thing about history, it doesn't put a um, a stamp on this is what it's gonna be. This is what it. It doesn't. You can make it. Knowing your past allows you, you know, the space. It allows you that space to 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 um, create a, a a better future, you mm -hmm. know, because um, we all have a past, you know, and we come from a past, a dynamic past, and we know our history. You know, we may not know every single detail, but at our age, I'm talking about us in particular, us right. specifically, we know <laughs> some, you know, um, key details about our history. So mm -hmm. let's just really delve off into this conversation tonight, y'all. We're going to let Sirius K start this one. I'll pull here, Sirius K, your thoughts on this. Hey, uh, when I think about history versus destiny, I, it, it goes so many different ways. I think about uh, how, um, you know, how people kind of put you in a box. Yep. And they base you, they, 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 they judge you from your past, things you did in your past. Sometimes yeah. they even judge you from like the history of your father or your mother. And they put you in that box. And no matter how successful you become or how much you change your life or whatever, when they think of you, they still look at you as that person. Like as yeah. that, for instance, like as that person that used to be a, a thug, a drug dealer, or uh, maybe, you know, my parents were on the system, we were on the system. So they look at you as that person still, even 30, 40 years later. Um, mm -hmm. So people will hold you prisoner to that. And um, that's kind of, and that's kind of hard to come out of. You know, you find yourself constantly trying to uh, prove yourself and show yourself to be different and things like that. But people still, it doesn't matter. People are still going to look at you like that. I saw a meme on Facebook and it was so funny. It said um, something to the aspect as, uh, what did it say? Um, people see you doing good, but then they still want to bring up what you did in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, so anyway, just because my dad was a whoremonger doesn't mean I'm going to be a whoremonger. <laughs> You know, or my mother, you know, she lived out off the system doesn't mean that I'm going to live out. And some people, they also, they attach that to themselves. They believe that too. This is who I am. This is who my family was. This is, this is who I'm going to be, you know? So to mm -hmm. that, I say, that's why we have to surround ourselves around successful people, like-minded people, positive mm -hmm. thinking people. And those people like that, we got to get those people out of our lives because sometimes they don't grow. So we yes. start, we're growing and we're here and they're still there. And they thinking that we still in high school. We're not in high school no more. We're not right. thinking that level no more. I've outgrown you. I'm here. So my history does not define me. You yes. know, of course, there are some traits that my ancestors had that I pick up and, you know, that I took with me as far as, you know, my strength and, you know, my resilience, my ambition and things like that. Yes, we thank God for that. We take that. And we move right. that into our destiny, but all that other stuff, we 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 leave that behind. And so to that I say, stop judging people and holding them captive to their past and the actions of their past. People do change, they genuinely change, and they're not that same person. So don't hold them to that. And again, your history is not your destiny. Know that you can be a better person, that you yes. don't have to be that person. You don't have to stay in the hood. You don't have to. You can move out of the hood. There's so much more to you. All you have to do is get out there and get it. There's resources out there. All you have to do is just get out there, get it, ask questions. You can move out of that. That's right. Woo! Say the word. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Don Derellis, come on, let us have it. Okay, here we go. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> nah. Your, your history is your history. Right. That's why, if you ever think about this, when you're driving, right, why the windshield is so big and the rear view mirror is so small? It is so small, so when you look back, you see something small that you don't want to go back to. Your windshield mm -hmm. is huge because your future is much brighter where you're going. Yeah. So mm -hmm. now, me being me coming from where I came from, Right. the streets and once 
my partner got saved because he got saved first. He had no choice because his, his wife's father and grandfather, the whole family were preachers. Mm -hmm. So they had us all messed up in the head. He got saved and left me. I started going to church. I got saved. The first thing these knuckleheads said was the only reason we were in church is because we were hiding our money to, in the church. Mm. That's what they said. Because they didn't, couldn't believe that we were in the church. Wow. Yeah, okay. it, it's crazy. Now, everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Oh, yeah. What you make of those 24 hours is your business. Now, That's if you good. choose to sleep 16 hours and I choose to work 16 hours, don't get mad at me. If if my family grew up in the projects and I made up in my mind, I don't want to be in a project. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Right. Because a lot of people are in the projects, not because they have to be there. It's because they don't have the financial means just to get out. Mm -hmm. So that's um, that's a problem right there. That's something else. That's another topic, another show. Right. But if you want to be successful in life, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kim can't be successful with her salon if her competition is opening up at nine and she's opening up at 11. Right, right. I cannot be the first African-American in my job in the 100-year anniversary, which is coming this year. I'm the first African-American instructor where I work at and I've been there 32 years. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I couldn't get where I was going if I didn't get up two hours before anybody else. Right. Only thing come to a man in his sleep is a dream. That's mm -hmm. it. You got to be up on the ground and running. So you don't repeat history. Right. Like you mentioned earlier about the two black doctors, a lot of great people came before us. There's a mm -hmm. lot of people that we don't know about because they don't teach us that in school. Right. So what you got to do is pick up a book and learn about them. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that there was a black lady that invented the GPS. Yep. Oh, yeah, I knew that. All I, right. I so mm -hmm. our, what we could do with history, because yeah. a lot of people fought for us, Dr. King, Malcolm X, and all of those great people that came before us, so we can have a seat at the table. Yeah. Now, we hear it biblically, preachers preach about it, about, you know, sitting down at the table. That's all well and good. No. Stop using racism so I can't get the loan, so I can't open a company to build my own table. I don't want to sit at your table. I want to make my own table. Mm -hmm. Tyler Perry said that. He said, let me make my own table. It's yeah. nice you're going to pull out a chair for me, but as soon as I go to the restroom, you're going to talk about me. So, yeah. no, let me make my own table. Let me sit there so now, 20, 30 years from now, when somebody else is doing this show like y'all, they can say the ladies from the Heart, Mind, and Voice show, they created this platform. This is why we on on a national network now because somebody else did it before y'all yeah you know but Absolutely. history is history is good to learn from it but it's also good history teaches us that we got to be better yeah we got to be better than yesterday so yeah. what we did today we can't do tomorrow yeah that's right Man, that's you better say that Queen A, what's your thoughts on it? Um, first, I want to acknowledge Nikki and Shaheed. I love y'all, miss y'all. Can't wait to have y'all back on the show. But um, so, so I want to say, like a lot of us, what we don't realize is that we are a victim of our past, a victim of our history. And it's like if you don't know who you are today, you stay victimized from your past, and you stay in a story of this person done me wrong. I don't like my parents did this, my parents did that, or this person did this. It's like you stay, it's like when I talk to certain people and I hear their stories, it's like staying in the past. It's like you said, Donald, it's meant for you to learn from the past and not to remain in it. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, then you got to think about also when you're destined, you got to know who you are. You got to know your identity because it's separate. You know, your identity it separates you from your history because you know what you're destined to become. You know your destiny. And it's like, you know, when you on when you on your journey to becoming, you know, whoever you want to become, you're always going to have people that's going to come back from your past come back from you know like family friends whoever they want to say you remember when you used to be like this remember when and it's like you also got to pay attention i'm trying to wrap it up really quick because i know we're gonna be departing soon but you know it's like when you have people that come back it's like you're saying you want to you want to uh you know you know you're destined to become something you on your you're working towards something whether it's a new relationship whether it's a you know a new career a business venture whatever it is and then all of a sudden you have 
there's something else from the past that's trying to show up, right? You ever mm-hmm. notice like every time you, you every time you're on the right track, somebody from the past shows up, or either somebody mm-hmm. from the you know something like something reminds you of your past, like it may be an insecurity, like you know what you can't do this. It's yeah. always something to remind you. It's like you know they always say this: when you grow into levels, you always assign the devil. Mm-hmm. So like that devil in you is that you know that thought that keeps saying I I can't do this I'm not good enough for this or whatever but I want to say really quick um so I love this because this person this guy I forgot the um, the guy's name but he talked about like progress on purpose right and he said when you are moving towards your your destiny he was like you always need to know the three people you need in your life the roles the roles you need to fill discerning when to let people go that's a big thing a lot of us are like that the importance mm-hmm. of choosing the right friends because it's like when you grow levels you're not going to be able to stay at the same consciousness and the level of the people you were in the past because now you're a new person and also surrounding yourself with people of like minds you know so it's like for instance it's like a lot of us some you know some of us we may want to stay connected to the past or stay connected to um you know, like, um, you know, somebody is familiar because it's comfortable, but you, you cannot be comfortable when you're destined to become something, when you're living, you know, when you're living on purpose, you're progressing in life towards your purpose. It's important to identify, okay, am I staying in the history? And then one last thing, when you think about this in relationships, right, because you may be in a relationship and that person may be, you know, remind, it could be a friendship, it could be a personal relationship, whatever, and that person keep reminding you of what you've done in the past. That shows that that person lived in the past, but you try to progress forward. So how can you progress forward when that person or whoever it may be is reminding you of what has occurred in the past? I remember um, somebody I was talking to and all our conversation was, I remember when we were like this. I remember we did this. And I'm like, and then it came to me like, oh, this person is no longer part of my future. This this person yeah. in the past and I had a disconnect because the conversation was, I remember this, I remember that. It was nothing future-based, nothing to talk about how to progress forward. So it's important to identify, you know, what's your history and, and, and take that and learn from it so you can begin to, you know, live out your purpose, live out your destiny. Because a lot of us are destined to become great, but you got to identify who you are and what you want to become once you identify it, you're no longer going to attract certain type of people. You, you know, you may attract people just to kind of test you, but you're not going to, you know, keep attracting people from your past, people from your history or situations from your past or your history. Absolutely. You all made excellent points. This has been an awesome show tonight. Um, I hope we've inspired, uh, enlightened, uplifted someone. <laughs> in our audience tonight. Um, We're so glad that you guys tuned in with us and and commented some shares and thoughts and laughter and um, encouragement. Um, Definitely be sure to join our Patreon. We're going to continue these conversations in depth um, on Patreon. And the link is in the comments. Yes. Please join our Patreon. Please let go. Let's get a teaser of what we're going to discuss on Patreon. So this teaser is we're going to get more in depth in terms of like history, destiny, how to discover your purpose, but also we're going to discuss some things when it comes to relationship, right? Because we got some we got some juicy stuff going on when it comes to relationships. And um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of this, so I want to ask really quick if y'all heard of this. Um, what is it? Um, E and M when it comes to dating. E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, M as in Mary. So it's ethical non-monogamy. So if y'all heard about that, listen, we want to discuss it. So eight thirty-five Central, nine thirty-five Eastern. Central. And be a part because we want, and this is where we're going to get into the raw conversations, going to be deep conversation. You can get to come no and say whatever you like. There's no whole bars on this show, y'all. So, yes. Patreon. All right, you guys, we love you. We will continue this great chat. Don Derillis, did you have anything to add? He's sitting over there looking, you ready for it. Ready for no, it. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I'll, I do just got one thing, one thing. Go ahead. Sometimes we have to let people from our past to see how we're doing. So maybe we can encourage them to do better. Wow. Mm-hmm. We can't, I mean, you know, we want to leave the hood, but every once in a while we got to go back because somebody want to leave also and yeah. they might 
And we got to extend that hand to them to show them, like Kim could show them how to get that beauty salon, you know? Yeah. And, and things like that. So not everybody want to stay there. They just need somebody to come show them how to get out. That's all. Take them by their hand. Yeah, yeah. just you know, reach out to them. If they don't reach back, hey, you did your part. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because it said when I left and I still go through and I see guys my age still doing the same thing, it, it's heartbroken. You know, it's just wow. it, it doesn't look right. It, you know. Yeah. So, You're so asking, are you joining us on the after show? Yes. All right. Y'all right. know it's going to be no well, Let's go then, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. When we going to see you. Real <laughs> Okay. Bye, y'all. Good night, y'all. Yeah, next week. <laughs> <laughs>